Thanks, Brittany, for coming. I just, uh, welcome to my new set of the Tex-Mex at the northern border. My husband built it this week, so we're just, uh, trying it out. This is new waters or whatever, Mm -hmm. so, um, I'm just excited, but, um, I just brought you here today, like I told you a couple months ago, I just wanted to talk about really the health of God and how he can make us healthy and not just physically, but spiritually, mentally, and physically. And I just feel those things all aligned for me personally um, when I got right with God Mm -hmm. because he started really just kind of healing me in a sense. But um, I just, that's why I was like, you know who else is kind of always into health? (laughs) and trying to stay healthy, you know, being a mom, you know, conceiving children, getting our bodies to heal from other instances that have happened with trying to bear children. And um, I know I was not physically healthy at all when I was on strong uh, rounds of Clomid Mm -hmm. um, like a decade ago. And I was still dealing with weight loss from that over seven years. And uh, it was really just breakthroughs of prayer with God of showing me how I needed to change my life in order to um, to get healthy mm-hmm. and do more for him and serve my family. So um, I just appreciate you coming today and just having this conversation with me. I'm just going to start out real quick with prayer. Mm-hmm. Father God, we just thank you so much. And we call upon you to just meet us here in this moment and just bring us together with Jesus and fill us with the Holy Spirit. We just ask today that you just let this time and your word just wash over people so they can um, get healthy spiritually, mentally, and physically with you and through you and standing in the light and the word of the truth. And we just thank you for bringing us together and building this a beautiful set for us. And we're just very excited about the future for us and others who want to get to know you and want to hear your word and how life can wrap around that word and vice versa. And we just ask that you just fill us with the Holy Spirit to share what you want us to share. In Jesus' name, we pray all of this. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'll just start off real quick right off the bat with um, Psalms 1 and uh, 1 through 3. And I'll just read that real quick. It it says, um, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prosper. And I just think that that is powerful because it just shares that we're all God's children and we're here to walk the world in the word with him and his word starting in Proverbs really just hits home. Mm -hmm. When you talk about what you're putting in your soul, what you're putting in your heart, what you're putting in your mind and what you're putting in your body, because it does talk a lot about gluttony and the first sin was apple was food, you know, so that the devil's going to use food to entice us. And in reality, what we put in our body really affects, um, our emotions, the way we react and, um, and the way we feel Mm -hmm. and energy. And if we don't have energy, then we want to sleep. And what does Jesus say? Don't sleep, be alert. Mm -hmm. And, um, you can't really have any balance if you are not balanced physically. 
Right. And so that's why I thought of this scripture because it just really sits home of just set in prayer and ask him to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Food's a big driver for a lot of things. I, uh, my husband and I, um, about eight, nine ish years ago, I mean, we've always been pretty healthy people from what we thought. (laughs) Um, but we actually started, uh, really looking into the food mm. and what we were eating and putting in our bodies because and and not only what we're putting in our bodies but how it reacts with our bodies mm. and kind of studying different parts of the world and what they eat and what their health issues are or lack of health issues yeah. are and what we have here in this country and what they don't have you know because um, that's really what we were finding is why do we have all these problems in this country when these countries don't and they have different resources or less resources than we do. Um, And it really all came down to food and what they were eating. And so we, my husband and I went on this lifelong journey really of studying food and Mm -hmm. how it affects your body. And so um, we were like, okay, let's, let's kind of reset ourselves. And um, we started with, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the book, the China study. Mm. No, it's actually uh-uh. really good. It's about two doctors that really kind of went around the world and studied disease and mm. food. And with food alone, they were able to reverse stage four cancer in yep. certain people um, and amongst other diseases as well. But cancer was the big one for me. Mm-hmm. And what really stood out was broccoli of all things. And it's yeah. so funny because that's the thing that you always hear is moms, eat your broccoli. Eat your, yes. you know? Um Green leaves, yeah. all of that stuff. But broccoli is actually uh, brought back to being a number one cancer fighter mm-hmm. is what we learned. So I was like, okay, we're going to start eating raw broccoli. It's got to be raw. Yep. So I was like, I'm going to start making my kids broccoli smoothies with like yeah. their babies, you know, at the time. Well, it was Marco at the time of that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make breast milk and broccoli <laughs> smoothies. But now they're... Uh, what two and four and they eat raw broccoli every night with their dinner and they love it they actually ask for more put a little bit of that like brianne's gluten-free dress you know italian dressing on it and Mm -hmm. they love it yeah but we started with um saying you know been back to the mind body and soul uh, stuff that you and i have talked about as a mom you know we kind of lose our minds a lot Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) you have four children i have two that are the equivalent of eight right because of their (laughs) insaneness but um you know we're constantly going and if we don't take care of ourselves we can't take care of them so um one of the things I like to do and my husband does it with me but every January we start off with um doing the whole 30 which is a lot of people have heard of that and it's not we don't it's not a trend we actually eat that way pretty um uh continuous throughout Mm -hmm. the year but we are more strict about it in January because we're just like okay let's kind of start off the the year and by being strict I mean so the whole 30 is obviously whole foods only whole foods you can't eat anything processed no grain no dairy no sugar no alcohol Mm -hmm. and that's the strictness about it um throughout the year I definitely consume alcohol and eat sugar. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, that's sort of my coping mechanism for being a mom is drinking well, wine Well, that's every what night. is nice about going back to what you said, these different areas of those doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about nine or 12 blue zones in the world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these uh, diets are 
if they're fat, it's like avocados, olive oil, right. fish, and that's the kind of fat that they get. They're very low on bird, you know, right. and poultry or red meat. And they're more, if they do eat meat, it's more of like a fish, mm-hmm. um, selfish, you know, shellfish as mm-hmm. well. Um, so I found for me the Mediterranean diet and putting rice or beans into mm-hmm. that uh, with pasta seems to work just great filling. Right. I really only do two meals. I do a smoothie mm-hmm. in the mornings and stuff with, and I take my vitamins and that usually sets me off good. And then I'll have another, I'll have a meal maybe around noonish with the kids while I'm right. nibbling a little bit with some hummus or something like that. And then I'll have a meal, my main meal around between three and four, because mm-hmm. I like to feed them first before I get to serving, you know, serving them. I like to feed myself first oh, before sure. I get this serve them. And yeah, so you got to take care of yourself so you can take care of them. <laughs> yes. And you know, I always said it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around eating like that. Like you said, discipline coming in January, yeah. if you don't have that spiritual connection with God, right? Because he's going to help you be obedient, right? And really refine that discipline in it that comes along with that. And that's why I'll, I'll always go, like you said, starting in January, you go through, I do a fasting. I'll also fast from screens and social media. Yeah. I won't get on any of that for a whole month. And that's more of the soul. And that's about the soul. the soul. And that's really just kind of setting yourself for the year. And you can do that every three months. Mm-hmm. You could do that every six months right. to kind of just rebalance yourself and, and meet God where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause God, I mean, he put everything we need to nourish our bodies with food right. on this earth for us. And the problem is that, especially as Americans, we have taken it to a whole new level with oh. mass production, mass yes. eating. I mean, there there is no reason we need to consume the amount of food that Americans especially consume. Right. God gave us what we needed in our natural grown Um, food that we can grow ourselves and also the animals. Yes. Red meat is bad for you because of how much it's consumed. Right. Every once in a while, it's fine, but there is no reason. I mean, I don't know if you've looked into some of these production farms and what they do to these animals, but it's, that's not what God intended at all. So the food, you know, obviously we need to nourish ourselves properly in the way God intends. And it's all biblical. It's all Mm -hmm. in there. Um, Because he's always about having a nice lamb. Yeah. You know, having sure. something to eat, you just don't do it every day mm-hmm. and you don't do it weekly. Right. And you really look at it, it's Sabbath, we're big meals. It's a delicacy. It, it was know. like weddings or celebrations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you just didn't, you didn't eat meat multiple times right. a day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that our bodies yes. even like, yeah. now can digest it because we're not outside sweating. Right. That's the other thing. Air we conditioning, the, the, and the <laughs> invention of air conditioning has actually had a, a little bit of a toll mm-hmm. on our bodies because we don't sweat as much. So, we don't get around as much. We don't sweat as much and we make ourselves extremely comfortable. Right. So then that kind of shuts off our body from mm-hmm. getting toxins and stuff out. Yeah. So you got to, you can't be putting a lot of stuff in if right. you're not pushing it out. Funny story with the air conditioning. Um, just what you said we're so pampered and yes. so used to like, as soon as we have a problem with something like that, Oh, we got to immediately get it fixed. And Oh, we can't dare be hot, you know? No. <laughs> so, um, you know, we had those few 90 some degree days that turned into 90 degree evenings and our air conditioner was broke the first 
few weeks of the summer. And I didn't rush to get it fixed. And my sister, who is a little more affluent than I am, if lack of a better word, right? Um, she walks into my house to pick up her kids one day. She's like, oh my gosh, it's hot in here. It was that 90 degree day. She's like, do you not believe in air? I'm like, yeah, it's broke. I'll get it fixed. She's like, oh my gosh, call Superior Heating and Cooling. They'll come right away. Yeah. I was like, Listen, <laughs> it's fine. The kids that night, they slept with their shirts off. The boys, yeah. they slept with no blankets. They sweated it out. We all lived. I'm like, you know, they they can know what it's like to sleep in some hot evenings. You know, I'm not going to rush to fix this problem. We will live through the hot evening. You know, right. like it's going to be fine. Right. I slept with the fan blaring on me and we all lived. We all woke up the next day. It was totally fine. Yeah. Like grab some water before bed. Like we'll get it fixed eventually. It's first world problems, right? Like yeah. I'm not going to just like show my kids that you have to hurry up and like, no, you can, you can suffer a little bit is basically the lesson there. You know, right. like I want sort of, I sort of want them to suffer and know what it's like. Hey, I didn't have air as a kid. I had to sleep in some hot box nights. You I know? grew like, up in Texas in a mobile home until I was seven years there you old. Go. It well, was you know. <laughs> always 89 degrees in yeah. that place. I remember looking at the oven and I was like, oh my gosh, we live in an oven. <laughs> Like in hell, it is hot as hell here. Yeah. I remember thinking as a little kid, like five years old, yep. I'm sitting in this box fan, go wow, 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 yeah, wow, yeah, making yeah. all the sounds oh, in yes. it, and I'm still sweating. I'm like, why is it hot coming through here? Uh -huh. Like, because it was hot in the house. Right. It was just steaming all the time. But it makes them. I, I want them to know what it's like to have without, so they can appreciate with. And that's right. that brings me to one of my other things I do at the beginning of the year. Um, and this is aside from the food stuff, but this is more of the spiritual, um, soul and mind is, um, I start writing down my grateful fours. I have a journal mm -hmm. and it's called my grateful for journal. And at the end of every day, sometimes I'll start my day with it, but most of the time I end my day with five things that I'm grateful for. And it's simple things like I am so grateful that I can wake up in the morning and there's food in my fridge yeah. or I have a car to drive to the places I need to go. Um, I have car seats for Amen. my kids. You yeah. know, I have a, a plethora of shoes that I could put on my children, you know, like little yes. things. I, the grass was green today. The sun was shining today. You know, you could go on and on and on and on. And I actually started doing this with my family, my siblings and I, and my parents, I started making them do it. We have a family group text and my family has gone through a lot of stuff over the last 10 years. It was like, it's like a dark cloud has been over us, honestly, mm -hmm. um, which I know everyone has problems. So I'm not trying to shed light on that, but I started in our group text. I'm like, let's all start texting in this group text five things every day that we're grateful for. Oh, that's good. And I made them do it for, I'm like 30 days, just do it for 30 days because what it does is it changes your perspective on life. Like, yeah, we have it bad right now because there's this, this, and this going on, but like, we actually don't have it bad. Like, no. look at what we have, yeah. look at what God has blessed us with. And if you start writing that down, you will realize that past those 30 days, you're going to keep going. And, yes. and, and you do, you keep going into the months that, that follow and you realize it puts into perspective how blessed you truly are. It is. If you think about it, there's just a lot of people right now in society that are trying to either push God out and say, don't worry about him or ain't telling you to be angry at God because of what the government does 
uh, you know, or they're telling you, you know, God is a lie. Mm-hmm. He hates you. Jesus hates you. And right. that's just not true. And that, you know, that I love how you just said that. What can you be thankful for? Mm-hmm. And it just, <clears throat> it starts in little prayers. Mm-hmm. So after three years of going into January prayers, um, I think it was uh, over a year ago. I said, God, I just, I am really looking for a prayer to get me through this year. And dude, this is right before I got pregnant with Theodore. Yeah. And I'm um, really looking for some big things. And I was just pacing back and forth, praying with them. I said, will you just give me a prayer to get me started and get out of bed so I can stay disciplined and obedient with you to spend time in the word, to spend time in prayer. And to then to also, like you said, spend time and thanking and praising. And so that's what I use my workout time. Mm-hmm. And he gave me this prayer mm-hmm. and, um, I just want to share it with everybody. Cause yeah. I just feel like it's powerful. Um, it just starts with, Uh, God, just please give me the strength and energy of Samson, the courage and leadership of David, the knowledge, wisdom, and hope, faith, and trust of Daniel, Mm -hmm. and the love, character, kindness, grace, mercy, forgiveness, love, um, devotion to the word and the prayer, and the healing power of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And ever since I've prayed that, Big things have happened in my life. That's amazing. And I got pregnant with Theodore. I worked out that entire pregnancy. I went full steam with the podcast. Um, I gave birth at home again. This time he was ten pounds. I was able to. I was able to heal from that because that giving birth to him and pushing for thirty minutes. I know that doesn't sound like a long time, and it really wasn't. I was six days late. The day before I went and had an ultrasound, he was head down, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, he's got really big cheeks. I said, oh, crap. None <laughs> of the other ones had big cheeks. And yeah. then um, the next day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to bounce on this ball, wake up early. And I take that castor oil at like 630 in the morning and oh. contractions start at around 930. And, and then he was here by noon. And it just happened really fast. That is fast. It was. (laughs) And, and it was, I just mixed it in with some pea milk and some, uh, Ovaltine and drank it and was on one of those medicine balls bouncing. And then, and then I just started going into labor. Pioneer woman right there. (laughs) And it was all, I feel like it was that prayer. Yeah. I feel like it was God carrying the whole time. Yeah. And that was getting my soul straight with him and aligned. Yeah. He kept me focused. Mm-hmm. And so every time I didn't want to work out, I'm like, no, I'm thankful that, like you said, I'm thankful mm-hmm. I can move. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that my mind wants to work out. I'm thank, you know, I'm thankful that I know I'm going to feel better after this. Yeah. And if I am sore, then he's just making me stronger. Yeah. And then, sure. and you know, food discipline that kind of got out of control and I lost a little bit of that control um, after giving birth to him, I was just hungry all the time. Yeah. And I got back on that meat and dairy thing and started feeling really sick. So through the whole winter, wasn't good. Right. And I, all my sinuses were all closed up, constantly oh. getting in infections. And why? It was all the stomach. Yeah. And I told God, I said, I really need to get aligned with you and disciplined. And he kept waking me up, waking yeah. me up at like 4.30, 3.30 in the morning. Finally, I would get up. And Tim read this book and he goes, you know what it is? I read in this book that said, God will keep waking you up in the morning Mm -hmm. because he knows that you're too busy during the day. Yeah. 
So he wants you to spend this time with him. So if anybody is out there and cannot sleep, it is God trying to talk to you. (laughs) And he wants you to get up and pray. And just that prayer, because I'd get up and I'd be like, God, even now I'm like, God, please just help me get out of bed and work out and be with you. And just during this workout, let me just burn as much fat off my ass as I can. (laughs) And I'm like, keep me straight on this food path and remind me every time I want to, oh, just one piece of pizza. Oh, it's just one. Yeah. Eventually it's going to, it's going to mess up your sinuses again. You're going to have big problems again, Amanda. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's absolutely no nutritional value in dairy whatsoever. We should not be consuming dairy, especially the dairy that is produced these days. There's yeah. just no, I mean, I love cheese and mm-hmm. wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doesn't wine go with everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's one of the things I did too. I, I was like, when, when Enrico was born, that's when Marco used to actually like sleep in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would get up at five in the morning with him and feed him. And I would have this peaceful morning from like five to six. Mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. Well, yeah. I've never been, but now I am. Um, and I would have this time where I would be feeding Enrico, and he was such a peaceful little baby in the morning, you know, and I would read the Bible or read one of my books yeah. and study the Bible, and I would have this hour, and I honestly think that, because this is when I had a two-year-old, a brand new baby, I'm mm-hmm. breastfeeding all day long, which drains you, Yeah, I'm running around after my two-year-old, all kinds of crazy things, but I had so much energy from reading my Bible in the morning and having that time in the Word and then it it would last me throughout the day. Like it would give me this extra, I don't know, I felt different. Mm. Like having that time and that real study time just to meditate in the word and really feed my soul. And that's yeah. really what I was doing was feeding my soul and it was giving me the energy I needed. Yes, so. you're right. I mean, just talking about being in the word and sharing that time with God, he really sets you during the day mm-hmm. and gives you that supernatural yes. power of his mom because strength. It, <laughs> mom's strength, dad's strength. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a single person, if you're a teenager, God will start lifting you up and putting those people around you. And he, he tells us like, I wanted to share also in uh, Matthew six mm-hmm. and verse six, it says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And, hey, there's nothing special about my workout place. It's right over here behind all of our equipment, and it's a elliptical that's not plugged in. And I have a <laughs> treadmill I got off Facebook. I have an old lady's seat bike. With my chair next to it, where yeah. I just sit and I read my Bible in the morning, That's all you need. <laughs> and then and then I run a couple of miles, and then I do DDPY, yeah. which is Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. Mm-hmm. But it's not your sucker mama yoga; it's yeah. crazy, <laughs> and you it really is intense. Yeah, and it's not so I it's not all of that non spiritual without God, like right. I think yoga is. Right, um, it's more of he's just it's discipline and with yeah. working and and push ups and. You could do other things if you can't do push-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, but I use that time since I used to be a dancer growing up. Oh, I, I didn't just, know that. Yep, I was on drill team and stuff in Texas yeah. and did a couple of competition teams. And so that was a real big deal for me as as a youth. But then, you know, all the games and stuff you play as a young yeah. kid, you really can't carry that for many decades. Right. And you're, yeah. and you're a soccer adult player my so, whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I just played soccer yesterday against my 
five-year-old or six-year-old uh, nephew and eight-year-old niece. And I was so, I was dog tired at yeah. the end. I'm so winded. I was like, I need to take a shower, a cold shower right yes. now. I was so hot and sweaty. And they're just like, hey, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, but my excuse is they are good. So. Right. <laughs> but no, you definitely can't uh, keep going in, in the older ages for sure. But but no, that's that's so true. I mean, just getting obviously, you know, mind, body, soul in line and balanced and disciplined is the big thing. And, you know, I have a lot of people that ask me, oh, how do you work out being a mom and having your kids get up so early and all these things? I'm like, they're like, oh, where, do, you, do you go to the gym? I'm like, it would take more time for me to get ready, put my shoes on, get the kids loaded up, drop them somewhere, go to the, no, I don't have time for the gym. No. Are you kidding? I go for free into my living room. Yes, yes. And I put on YouTube, you can find anything you are looking for. I do home workout, no equipment. Mm -hmm. You type that in. There are some intense, sweaty, yeah, like blood boiling workouts that you can get. And I'm just like, and I do for 15, 20 minutes because that's all my kids allow me, if that, before they're climbing all over me or something, you know. Um, I do have the little weights that I can use too in the living room, but that's it. And Mm -hmm. I do that three, four times a week, if that, um, or obviously taking my kids and they, they like to run around the yard and that's obviously exercise too, but like making structured workout. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure I do something Mm -hmm. is the key and being disciplined in that. Yeah. And that's, what's nice about the DDPY is Mm -hmm. that it's, they have 15 minute workout, 20, 25 minute workouts, 30, 40 to an hour plus. Mm -hmm. And, um, I like to just run a little bit just to keep loose and to keep, to get my legs and all everything all moving. And I, I don't try to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I just use that time really just to align myself and focus any stinking thinking. Mm-hmm. Because when you can get that stinking thinking out of your head or anything that you may have um, grudges against people, yeah, you're having strife with somebody. There's, a, there's an individual that you're not getting along with and you're kind of in, you know, Jesus tells us in Matthew, don't overthink it. You're right. not going to get one hour of life right. by worrying right. added to it. So the way I think of it is like whatever is negatively pulling me down, I take it out during workout. Mm-hmm. I just leave it at the feet of Christ. I'm mm-hmm. constantly just telling him like, just take this. I can't deal with it. This is too much temptation. I'm weak. Right. I think it's really hard for people to just humble themselves and just say, I'm weak. I need your help. Yeah. You got to surrender. If you can surrender the sin and get the mind with the heart aligned with Christ, there are so many things that can change in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, just wanted to share that real quick. And I think it's Proverbs, Proverbs 1, 28 through 33. Let me just read that real quick. It says, then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but I will not find they will not find me since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord since they would not accept my advice and spunged my rebuke. They will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes for the waywards of the simple will kill them and the competency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease and without fear of harm. And I just think that's powerful because when you go back up to 22, it says, how long will you 
who are simple, love your simple ways. Mm -hmm. How long will you mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? And see, God will tell you, I, I didn't know where to start with food. I just, it all started with prayer. I'm like, God, I'm stupid. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't felt good in years. Show me. And mm -hmm. I was just praying. And then he would put little signs in front of me. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you know, go to an ENT. I have to honestly tell you, I didn't even know what an ENT was. I was like, what's yeah. an ENT? It's like ear, nose, and throat. <laughs> yep. And then I went there and he's like, it's your stomach. I'm like, my nose? My That's stomach's causing my nose right. to like close up and not breathe and have all this mucus? And he's like, yeah. Dairy. Dairy. <laughs> meat. He's like, you yeah. can't you know, do, do anything red. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. You know, that all came through prayer. Wow. Then the discipline to change my diet while I was pregnant with Gabrielle and my third child, that took, that was strength of God. That right. all came through prayer. Yeah. That obedience, um, just working out and realizing, Hey, if you're going to be here for many decades and help people and serve your family mm -hmm. and be with your husband and enjoy life, you're going to have to give up some indulgence. Mm -hmm. Like I love enchiladas. Can't do them. Mm -hmm. They make me sick. Yeah. And I can't do tamales cause too much corn makes me sick. Yeah, can't do all another... the, can't do all the meat all the time. It's yeah. too greasy. Makes me sick. Right. You know. And yeah, and you got to pay attention to your body. Everybody has a different thing that affects them. You know, you have to pay, you got to pay attention to it. And you know, my biggest thing that I help people with um, nutrition wise is I'm not telling you you got to be the supermodel skinny. That's not what it's about. Mm -mm. It's about getting healthy for yourself so you can, especially mothers, you know, and dads too, but moms who are with their kids all day and running ragged and just feeling like, ugh, like, you're, no, yes, your kids run you ragged, but also what you are putting in your body is a big contributor to how you feel. And it's not only that you're then feeding the next generation. Yeah. It's and very sad. By example. I'm starting to see my kids are starting to get in school and preschool. Yeah. And we'll go do these things with other, other, you know, uh, Parents will come. We've had a couple of field trips and parties or something like that. And they, the obese moms, mm -hmm. they, it's, I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's, they're missing out. Mm -hmm. missing, it's terrible. Missing out. Yeah. Because they don't feel good. Right. Because it's hard to walk. Mm -hmm. They can't get on tractors for hay rides or right. anything like that. Right. And they can't, they physically can't do stuff. Right. And it's just, um, it's just hard. I just wanted to just share some real quick, um, going back to the month of fasting of things that kind of help, uh, reset yeah. yourself and kind of yeah. just kind of push yourself out of the world a little bit and yep. just get out of that white noise and just in a quiet place with God. Um, I say, take, take a break from screens and phones. We just already covered that, you know, maybe do that for a weekend, right? Maybe start with a weekend and then go to a week and then go to a month. You know, you can always go on there and say, oh, I'll just pull off what I know is coming up this month, put it on a regular old school calendar, and mm -hmm. then don't look at your phone. Um, you know, read a chapter of Day of Proverbs. I say that that's always something that people should do to just kind of help your character mm -hmm. and kind of just humble yourself a little bit. Yeah. And then also see that those foes that are out there that are maybe your friends or family right now may be hurting you. Yeah. And you don't see it because you're blinded. And you're deaf right now. Right. But then when you get in a quiet spot with God and you start praying like a child, it doesn't right. have to be special. Just like what you read in Proverbs. Um, it really does change. And mm -hmm. then every few months or, you know, every week or so, maybe fast for a little bit. Say yes. I'm going to skip a meal or two this week. 
you know, I'm going to, on this day, on Tuesday, I'm only going to eat one meal. Yeah. And, and if you say it, do it. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> do it. And if you mess up, try again try the next again, Yeah. Yeah. That's what but, the whole Bible's about is just trying again, trying again. You know, God gives us grace to keep going. Yes. We got to give ourselves that grace. But I like that about shutting everything off. I think this is good for everyone. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a parent. I don't care if you're by yourself. But shutting the noise of the world off for even if it's a day, because I yes. understand people are busy with their schedules and things like that. Oh, I can't take time off. Take your Bible and go into the woods and just be with nature and sit and pray and just like let God talk to you. You know, shut all the noise of the world off so yes. you can hear God. Yeah. And and even if you don't know where to start, even if you've never picked up a Bible in your life, get one. They're, they literally have them at the Dollar Tree. Yes. <laughs> like, I would say they were a dollar, but now it's a dollar twenty-five. Right. Because that went up. But <laughs> no bitterness here. No bitterness. But um literally they have them there. Go and just be in the quietness of nature with your Bible and just shut everything off and let God speak to your soul and feed your soul. Mm -hmm. That is so important because we are, especially in this country, I keep going back to America, but we are just so inundated with noise and information and this and that and everything coming from all ends especially being moms mm -hmm. you know like we have careers we have we raise our kids there's all these things that we do we're trying to be wives we're trying to take care of the house we're trying to go grocery shopping do all these things and keep the schedule and keep things going and run the house but it's like we have to take time for ourselves too and we yeah. have to be fed and going back to what you said about being you know teaching your the next generation yeah that is a big reason why we got a greenhouse. I know you have a garden in the back. Mm -hmm. I'm, we're, my husband and I are. We find it so important that we don't want to lecture our kids on what not to eat. Oh, don't eat candy. Don't eat sugar. Don't eat. We don't want to do that. Of course, we're going to just tell live them by what, example, right? And then they start following you, right? You know, they, we've never had pop in our house. Okay, yeah. Once they they. I don't even think they've ever tried it. If they have, it hasn't been around me. Yeah, my kids haven't had it neither. But they go out to the greenhouse and they pick vegetables and they literally put them on their plate for dinner mm -hmm. because they've been along for the process. They, right. they see their father and I cutting up vegetables every single night, having discussions. We're talking, they come up at the counter, the snack bar. Oh, and they take my four-year-old loves raw peppers, raw carrots, raw. I mean, he was literally eating like pieces of an onion the other yeah. day. I'm like, Oh, bud. But you know, he's understanding the, he, to appreciate food on his own rather than us lecturing him. You got to eat your broccoli. You got to eat your Brussels, sprouts, you know, all these yep. things. We are telling them and why. kids love dirt, but yeah, so we can get them out in the dirt <laughs> mm -hmm. and, you know, say, Hey, this is where your food comes from right. and get back connected. I think that's another, the world has put socks and shoes on us and tells yes. you, you yeah. know, Hey, you need to spray these weeds away or right. Hey, you need to do this. Go get all your food from the store. You right. don't need to rely on the earth anymore. Well, we came from dirt and we'll return to dirt Yep. and the dirt feeds us. Yeah. So if we put more of a connection back to that, I think that's another reason why people are so depressed all the time. We don't have a connection to the ground anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't even have a connection with our feet on the grass or the dirt or sand or water or anything. And so if that's something that you are missing in your life, 
I would say start there with, like you said, with a little Bible and just pray mm-hmm. and just read some scripture. A good scripture to read is go to the book of Ephesians and you can read the armor of prayer. There's one uh, scripture mm-hmm. in Ephesians in chapter one and uh, verse seven, it says in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins and acquaintance and accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And see, I just feel like that's powerful because that's God literally right there saying, I'm going to help you understand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a smart person at all. He helps me understand so much all the time. Well, he wrote, you know, through the prophetic, you know, people of the Bible, he, it was his word and his word coming through the Holy. Yes. But it was done purposefully for us to understand people yep. act like the bible is so complex well that's because you haven't taken the time to understand it for and one. the world tells you not to right it's a wicked book or it's a book of stories or mm-hmm. it's a book of lies or it's a book of control mm-hmm. and isn't it funny how the world just, just tells you all of these things yet if you were right. to just take the time take the time <laughs> And just spend a little bit of time with God and yourself. Right. Get to know yourself. Yeah. Turn the screens off and get to know yourself again. Maybe you've never even experienced that. And that's, a, oh, well, a lot of people, I don't have time. I don't have time. And I, I actually fell into this because being a mom, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get so busy, right? Well, I got to wait till the kids go to bed. No, actually. Do it in front of them. Do it in front of them. Yeah. Because you have to lead by example. Again, yeah. I keep going back to that. But I, my kids know what a Bible is. They know when mom's reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And they'll come over to me and they'll ask questions. They have all their little kid Bibles now, you know, and they know the stories. And yep. they love the story of Jesus on the cross. I don't yes. know. Why. I'm like, is it just because you're boys and <laughs> you like the blood? I don't know. But they're really into that. And they just, they know their Bible stories. In, fa- in fact, my niece, uh, my 22-year-old niece came over to babysit them one night. And I said, they love this story. It's the look and tell Bible. That that night I came back and she's like, oh my gosh. She goes, they know the Bible better than me. And I, I went to Catholic school. I go, well, that's why. But Yeah, that's why. <laughs> but I'm, it is my duty as a mother to, I, I have to save their souls from this world. And I'm raising, I'm not raising little boys. I'm raising men because they Mm -hmm. are going to turn into men one day and they are going to be biblical men because that is what I'm going to raise. And, you know, obviously I can only do so much. It's in more in God's control, but I've learned to, like you said earlier, my, many of my prayers now at night about my children are giving it up to God. I'm like, God, I realize I'm not in control of them. You are. Mm -hmm. You've given me these children for a reason. They are full-spirited boys that just give me heart attacks every day. And instead of me getting so frustrated with my how I am as a mom, because I I get to those points where I'm defeated and Mm -hmm. I get to the end of the day where I'm like, I feel like I've just been in a war all day with these kids. And And I'm like, okay, what what can I do differently to refresh and reset tomorrow, God, and help me? I, I'm asking you for help. Guide me. And yep. I feel him guiding me in little ways every day, ever since I started praying that way. Yep. Because now I'm asking for help. These are God's children that he's given me. Yeah. And I have to use his word. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wrote down here, God's word is very practical for my parenting. because it. That's, it's a manual. Yes. It's a manual to parent. It's a manual mm-hmm. to live. It's a manual to deal with death. Mm-hmm. It's a manual to deal with illness. 
you know, we're all going to face these things. Yeah. 10 out of 10 people die. I always hear my pastor say that. 10, all out, the time. Of 10, 10 out of people die. You're not getting away from mm-hmm. it at all. Mm-hmm. One scripture I did want to share too, that I know this is a famous one, um, but just John three sixteen. I just feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people that just need to hear this. Just for God so loved the world that he gave, gave his own, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. Mm-hmm. And I truly feel like that. We're just here right now to try to learn as much as we can. Right. And if we can grasp that concept, then I just feel um, you can humble yourself. I know mm-hmm. I personally have. I mean, one thing Kat's mentioned, I've dealt with a lot of anger issues. Yeah. And my dad used to scream a lot. Um, when we were kids and I started finding myself screaming a lot. And then I started praying for God to heal that in me mm-hmm. and was surrendering <clears throat> it to God in front of my kids during nightly prayers. Cause we yeah. get really deep. You know, we, I have a, um, a tip that I learned from a Bible study where it says when, when you pray, you know, you start with your thumb and that's your praising and your thanksgiving. And then your finger represents praying for your country mm-hmm. and your community. And your middle finger uh, represents praying for your job. That may be your company or your boss. And that's when you pray for that. And then your um, ring finger is when you pray for your family and your friends mm-hmm. and events, you know, things that are going on in your life. And then last, your pinky is praying for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of humbling because you end with yourself right. after you've prayed for all these other things. Right. And so we would just do that as a family. And she started noticing that. She started noticing, wow, mom, like God's actually healing your wow. anger. You're not wow. getting as angry. I love that. And, um, or you're being able to control it. Right. And That's- she's seeing that. Yeah. You know, and um, if I would get angry and I knew I blew up, I'd go apologize immediately. Yeah. And it wasn't me trying to kiss my kid's butt because no. I'm not into that. I make, I make them. them do push ups when they went because I got tired of screaming, wasn't mm-hmm. helping. Uh, taking away stuff wasn't working. Um, you know, just it wasn't spanking, you know, no. just wasn't not working either. And so I'm like, push ups or, you know, we're going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now is struggling through my anger with my boys. Mm -hmm. They push me to a point where I never thought I would be as a mother and I, full disclosure, I mean, I just literally like, that's why I said earlier, I feel so many nights just so defeated and I'm like, I got to change the way I pray. Mm-hmm. Or I have to change what I'm asking God. Changing the way you pray and asking for Him. Yeah. I heard someone say the other day on a program um, I watch on Rumble. There's this platform called Elijah Streams, mm-hmm. and I was watching this one uh, preacher on there, and he was just saying, "Change the way you pray. Mm-hmm. Pray that God's word. Um, pray that God keep your word over my life. Keep yeah. your promise, and right. just asking Him right. instead of begging Him." Yes. Like have be kind of commandful mm-hmm. and just say, keep your word, right. your word, right. not my word, right. but your promise. Yeah. And I start seeing it immediately. Things right. started changing. Yeah. Use his word. Like use his Psalm, word. He, yeah. Cause it gives you knowledge and wisdom. Right. Go ahead. In yeah. Psalm 51 10, create in me a clean heart. Oh God, renew a right spirit within me. Mm. And that's what I ask for now is, you know, 
cleanse me of this anger that is in my heart, you know, make me right in Mm -hmm. your word. And I mean, he put it in there for a reason. So I'm asking him in his own words, you know, and that's, that's the way I'm trying to approach things differently. Um, this is something new I've started, so I'll have to let you know how that goes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, cause I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm teaching my children that I don't have grace with them, mm-hmm. but God has grace with me. Why am I not giving the same amount of grace to my children? God's my father, you know, and I am my children's mother. I'm not leading by example. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching them. And also I'm, I'm teaching them to only listen when I get to that heightened, you know, right. I, I want them to listen when I talk calmly too. Yeah. So I have to change my habits, you know, mm-hmm. not that I'm going to let them get away with things either, but I have to teach them in a different way. Like, for example, Marco the other day, um, my four-year-old, decided when I took a phone call for work, he decided that was going to be his opportunity to write all over my front door, which cost me $2,500. And <laughs> with a crayon, a black crayon, luckily it wasn't a marker. But I felt myself foiling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I got to take a deep breath. He is a child. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. he's doing this out of he needs he needed my attention or he need he's trying to tell me something is what I think. So, but he has to also learn that we don't do those things and now there's a consequence. So the next day, I said, instead of playing, you're gonna wake up and you are going to take a five-gallon bucket and yeah. you're gonna go around the yard and pick up sticks, and you're not going to finish until that bucket is filled. And he worked for like two hours in the mm-hmm. hot sun. And my, I had to leave for work, but my husband oversaw it. He goes, oh, he worked. He worked all day. And he, I got home and, I, and he was actually like proud of the work he did. Yeah. And I asked him, did you learn, you know, your lesson? And he said, yeah. And he was totally fine with the work. Like, I know some people hear this. Oh my gosh, you're slaving your kids around. Like, no, I would you? Should I have beat him or should I have made him do something? Right. Like, I make, you know what that's I mean? what I start making Katarina do. She'll be seven in August. She cleans the bathroom. She's been doing it for two right. years. She scrubs them with the with the scrub brush. Mm-hmm. You know, she does floors. She helps yeah. vacuum now because we have a vacuum that she can actually use. Right. Her and the three-year-old fo- fold laundry. Yeah. And we'll take, I'll tell them, okay, take this basket, you know, from the laundry room to right. the to the kitchen or, you know, to the living room and start folding them and they'll do it now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it took it took some time, and I had to show them how to do it. But then eventually, they they did it. Yeah. So it's just that's what discipline is. Sometimes training them, right? Training comes before disciplining, really, Mm -hmm. because you have to start. You got to start creating those habits, and that comes with training, right? And that's what. Yeah. Training, train your soul, start praying, right? Train your soul, start reading the Bible, pray that scripture that you're reading. Oh, that's kind of, I kind of want that on my, okay. Read Mm -hmm. that three times and pray to God. Right. Use that. You know, want to get your mind right? Stop the stinking thinking. Mm -hmm. If watching certain shows kind of, you find "Hmm, that kind of sets me off into a different direction. I'm more irritable. I'm um, paranoid mm-hmm. or I'm thinking someone's always trying to screw me over yeah. probably shouldn't be watching that. Right. You know what I mean? Like images are very powerful. They really are. Um, just take it out. Use that time. You know, maybe people are being, uh, bad influences. Mm-hmm. Take a break from them. That's you know, you gotta I be, really it's all year. about <laughs> being disciplined and being obedient. Right. 
and God will God God will help you that with that. I know I wanted to share um, another one and uh, Proverbs. Proverbs one is um, verse two. For gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, uh, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, do what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables the sayings and the riddles of the wise. And you'll start noticing things too. When you align yourself, Mm -hmm. other things will start focusing out. Mm -hmm. Then you'll start seeing, oh, maybe I shouldn't have gone down that path. Okay, I can make this right now. Or maybe I shouldn't take that job. Right. Or maybe this isn't the time to quit my job. Maybe I need to focus a little bit more on healing myself and then go get that job that I want. Right. Maybe it's getting healthy and you said you found out that it was a thyroid issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to do what has to be done to get that. Right. So I can have a child. There's all these different things, or Mm -hmm. I have to get healthy so I can be with my child. Right. There's a lot of people right now that have children and they're unhealthy and they can't raise them. Right. Mm -hmm. Properly because they just can't get it together because things are physically breaking them down. Mm Mm-hmm you know, food and then hearing bad news about your health. It'll sometimes some people want to go eat the bad things because they think it's comfort food. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's going to make even, it's going to make it even worse. Right. Exactly. And so that's, you know, God is always here, here. I always say, just humble yourself and just pray over your life. Right. Spend some, I had a preacher last night say, um, we were at a Wednesday service and I think getting into a good church is very good because then you can start taking some classes and then yeah. you'll have new groups of people around you. And um, just make sure you go to a church where they're not trying to sell you a religion. Say, hey, you need to be like this. Mm-hmm. We're going to set ourselves separate. We have our own Bible because we've done the research and we know that this is the way it's translated. Run. Mm-hmm. Just run quick. That's not the church for you. <laughs> that is not the church for you. Right. We have all these rules. We like to set ourselves aside. Run. Right. Go to a church that has, they're wearing blue jeans and a, a t-shirt. Or go to a church that's not afraid to talk about the issues. Right. You know, or, or it's not afraid to speak the truth. Right. To speak the truth and just get into the word. Mm-hmm. And they just stick with the word. Mm-hmm. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible. So it's it's just really important to just try to get in that space where you can um, get close with them. Yeah. And it's not going to happen if you don't spend a little bit of time with them. And then all of a sudden you're going to have all this new time, all this new energy and all these new opportunities for sure that you didn't even see. And um, I, I know there was a couple of things that I wanted to share real quick on some great sayings. And I think this really hinders a lot of people. If there's something bothering you, if there's an individual bothering you, if you have a grudge or you can't forgive, if you are held up on bad news that you've you've heard mm-hmm. or are passing, you might as well go ahead and throw it in your backpack, put it on your back and carry it around. Because until you leave it with God, you're gonna like have the Pilgrim's all progress. that you're gonna have all <laughs> that pressure on you. Yeah. So you might as well go and empty that backpack at the feet of Christ. Mm-hmm. So then you can move forward and and stand up tall and strong and healthy 
and move forward with whatever comes at you. Yep. He says in Matthew, I'll take you across those coals mm -hmm. and you won't feel the burn. Yeah. Life's going to be burning sometimes. Yes. Ain't that the truth? Yes. Can't get away from it on this side of heaven. No. <laughs> and it's just a good time to just get right with God right now because since COVID has happened, I think it took the blinders off. I know everybody put masks on. Yeah. But I think in reality, it took the masks off and it really unmasks what the reality of. Yeah. We were living too fast. Yeah. Um, we were letting the world just suck us in. We thought that our job was the end all be all. Mm -hmm. We thought running around and making these schedules was the end all be all. Slow right. down a little bit. Mm -hmm. God's trying to catch. He, he wants you to pay attention to him so he can help you. Right. So you don't get lost. Because this life is not just a journey or a vacation. It's just a time where we're here to learn and to serve and to help others. And then we're going to move on to another realm. We're going to mm -hmm. go to heaven. And we're going to be in a different place. And we're going to take that knowledge. So, it's you know, I just really feel like that's a good place. Um, Jeremiah, you said you were reading in Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. I came across Jeremiah 1.5 the other day. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And God's known us since the very beginning. He knows the trouble that we're going to have. But if we keep choosing those options that are him and always humbling ourselves and asking for forgiveness and direction, we'll be on that great shining path that mm -hmm. he has for us. Right. There's other paths that'll take and they're not going to be so great, but they'll still be great because you made other choices and you just chose to drag your feet. I, I drove, I dragged my feet until I was 30. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I know we have to go through different struggles and different things in our life that bring us to where God needs us to be or want, had, had plans for us to be, you know, I, I was just talking about this with my brother the other day, but he had to learn lessons, really strong life lessons for a 10 year span. Mm. And, you know, I said, don't have regrets about that because that is where, that's why you're at where you are today right now is yeah. because you went through all that and don't waste that either. Use all of those things that you experienced and that you went through. You're going to help others who are going through that too, because now you're on the other side of it. Mm. Not that you've arrived or anything like that, but you're so far from where you were in the negative, and now you're in the Bible, you're in the Word, you're following God, you have a relationship with God. Mm. You never would have if you were if you didn't go through that. Yeah. Know? So be thankful for the struggles because that's why you're at where, where mm -hmm. you are today, and use that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that goes with everybody. We all have to struggle, but it's what are we doing with that struggle? You know, we, right. if, we're, if we're wasting it then we're not using our God-given potential because God gives us all a story for a reason. We all have to go through things, but it's about what we do with it. Yeah, for sure. So when you think about it, um, we're all here because he wanted us here. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what he says in Jeremiah. We're all here because he wanted us here. We, it's not an accident, you know, even if it, I know with fertility, this was planned. The embryo was saved, right, right. frozen, so I could have my law career, you know. Right, I know right. that we have all of these different 
attributes and stuff and then all these different events in our lives where we think well that was already planned out because mm-hmm. i planned it out mm-hmm. <laughs> but in reality it's it's god working mm-hmm. if we look at him a little bit more it'll get a hyper focus yeah and then things really start just taking off for right. you and that's why i always feel that just getting right in the word it can start very small you know start in proverbs for the old testament and then start in the new testament with matthew and just feel that love of jesus um because the old testament is more of where god used people that weren't they weren't great people they weren't scholars a lot of them were drunks or murderers or prostitutes um and and he used them in very great ways Mm -hmm. jesus came and just cleansed all of that and say and just saved our souls from sin. So we give it to them. Like you said, we won't have that hinder you down. Mm -hmm. You won't have that hindering you down to keep you from moving on to your life. Like your brother now, he, I'm sure he may have tried a couple of times or even thought about a couple of times of trying to fix himself before God and Mm -hmm. it didn't work. And now he's with God and he's just at this whole different level. Oh yeah. And as long as he stays on that path and and stays on that hyper focus, things are going to get clearer and better for him. Right faster Mm because it usually takes years for us to pull ourselves down yeah health wise mentally physically you know it doesn't usually doesn't start you're not going to eat mcdonald's in a month be dead i mean maybe i would but (laughs) you know other people probably not but (laughs) so just Mm -hmm. it's years of habits that you have to you have to surrender that yeah ask god to help you you know pick up the bible find a quiet spot if you feel he'll show up Get, if you feel like, I need someone to do this with me, find one or two people that's like-minded that wants to do this journey with you mm-hmm. and do it together, read it together, and you'll see what happens. Yeah. Because he'll meet you. He met me, and I didn't even open up the Bible for a, a whole year. Mm-hmm. And I just started following him. Yeah. And was just like a little kid being led with goldfish. Right. <laughs> Well, that's what he asks for. He he says, "Be be childlike yeah. and pure, and be pure in heart, mm-hmm. and come to me. Be childlike." He says that. Yeah, you know, he wants us to take all of our muddying it up out out of it and yes. just come naive and come ready to learn. Yeah, ready to learn. I'll just close this out in prayer. Yes, quick. thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. God, we just thank you so much for bringing us together and just filling us with the Holy Spirit and Your Word, and we just ask today that you just let this wash over anybody who took the time to listen to this and just let this work in their lives and just let them not listen to anything that we do but just to pray to you as a child and to come with you and to get the word in their hands any way possible and just spend that time and let you work over their lives and we just pray that today that that happens so then other lives can be washed over and we can stop running around this world as single raindrops and yet come together as a wave as one of those massive sea waves that come together and we just ask that you just lead it and lead the direction and just help us hyper focus on you Mm -hmm. in jesus name we pray all of this amen amen